In the months before Detroit sought Chapter 9 bankruptcy protection, when decades of population loss, a dwindling tax base, and at times outright corruption had left the city drowning in a sea of red ink, consternation in the mayor's office and among the often criticized city council was reaching a crescendo. For officials who watch the city borrow money just to cover daily expenses, the series of continuing bleak financial reports grew far beyond simply depressing. Going through years where we had consecutive deficits, which were painful years, I'm doing my best to, to look past, the, past that time. Irvin Corley Jr. has spent the past quarter century providing an independent analysis of Detroit's finances for the city council. He was a canary in Detroit's fiscal coal mine, pointing out where mayoral budgets, especially those presented by the Kilpatrick administration, just did not add up. City council members often met Corley's cautionary tales with a collective eye roll, but he says that does not happen anymore. The culture is different. It's, it's different now because we have a plan of adjustment that arose from the bankruptcy process. We have to follow that plan of adjustment. So you have oversight boards looking at that. You have creditors looking at that. You have investors looking at that. You know, we now have to live within our means. Corley says the city expected to have about a $44 million surplus after exiting bankruptcy, but early projections show the actual surplus could be more than twice that when the official numbers are released likely in March. The city's plan of adjustment calls for Detroit to have about a billion and a half dollars to rebuild with over the next 10 years. But Corley says most of that comes from savings through cost-cutting and increased efficiency. He says if the financial projections, especially the estimated revenue from property taxes, are off by even $10 million, the city's narrow fiscal margins would evaporate. That means that some adjustments would need to be made. You know, we might need to cut back on some of the reinvestment re restructuring initiatives without any adjustments, then yes, something beyond $10 million or so could blow the budget. It's a razor-thin financial cushion, but at least one Detroit official says for him, it's nothing new. I operated uh, at the Detroit Medical Center for nine years on a razor-thin financial cushion. I don't know any other way. Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan can tick off a list of what he says he's accomplished during his first year in office, leveraging a combination of cost savings and federal funding to install thousands of new streetlights, a full fleet of city buses on the streets, residents' trash being picked up regularly. He has faced questions over what some call the spiraling cost of tearing down thousands of blighted homes in the city, or just how much response times have improved for Detroit's emergency medical service. And Duggan acknowledges much work remains to be done. You know, the biggest thing is we have to get more jobs into this city. Uh, we have to cut car insurance. Uh, we got to deal with the schools. Uh, and those things aren't necessarily city government, but they certainly impact citizens' lives every day, and they're things that we're working very hard at. When Duggan took office in the midst of the bankruptcy proceedings, he pledged to have a far more constructive relationship with the city council than past mayoral administrations. And Duggan says democracy was alive in Detroit, even before former emergency manager Kevin Orr left town. For all practical purposes, my administration was running the day-to-day -day services of the city, even when it was here, with the exception of the police department. So I don't know that that was uh, that, big a, uh, that big a change. But, you know, there were people who thought that the day Kevin Orr left, the mayor and the council would go back to fighting. And a year later, I think you're seeing a very cooperative uh, and positive relationship. And I think most Detroit is very pleased about that. 
That's certainly the feeling among some of the people picking their way through ongoing construction at Detroit's campus, Martius Park. One of those people, Detroiter Paul Garrison, nods at the rebuilding throughout downtown and says he personally thanks those shepherding the city through Chapter 9 for helping spur the revitalization. Bankruptcy, in my perspective and opinion, was 10 years overdue. But fortunately, it did finally take place. And I think that the city's population is increasing constantly. Thus, our tax base is increasing constantly. And so the money that the city would be bringing in would not have to all go to debt. Census data shows that to be true in a few of the city's neighborhoods. But Garrison says he sees at least one long-standing obstacle still in place. City council sometimes I think needs to be eradicated. I think sometimes it gets in the way of progress taking place. Even after bankruptcy, some things in the minds of city residents, it seems, never change. I'm Quinn Kleinfelter, WDET News.